Hi, hello everybody. Welcome to Let's Talk Truth. My name is Katrina and I'm here with my wonderful co-host Desiree. Hello. Are you ready to talk some truth? Let's talk some truth. Let's talk some truth. Okay, this episode, episode two, it is called Set Your Mind. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. As my dog forces you to scratch your back. That's okay. I don't <laughs> mind it. I, I love dogs. So anyway, this, this is called Set Your Mind. So um, what do you think of when you think of Set Your Mind? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Um, it's like something big for me has been perspective, setting your, the perspective, perspective. of your mind. Perspective. Good word, uh, good word. It's, it's really easy to have a negative perspective. Uh, I've been really sensitive to negativity lately. Yeah. And I think that's because I've been really trying to focus on having a positive perspective yeah. on life in general. So like mm-hmm. everything. And then when you have your significant other, that's very negative mindset. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, meh. But yeah, your partner can uh, build you up or bring you down for sure. But that, that's what I'm trying to do for him is like I'm in such a good mindset right now. Yeah. And I'm trying to help him with it. It's cool. cool how God does that. Like when Balances one is up, up. like when one's down, the other one's yes. up. We can like help pull each other up. I love that. I love that in marriage and, and in re- relationships. A lot of times if one person is fumble and the other one's like thriving and yep. they're like i'll pick you up i'll help it's yep. okay and then you just balance it out i'm like goodness gracious also, why can't we both just be on cloud nine together right i also hear like i've heard this quote before it was like a relationship is 100 percent, but that doesn't mean 50 50 that means like one day your partner could yes. be 40 that means you gotta be 60 or Gosh, you could so be 40 deep. and they gotta be 60 like it, it balances out. You're like, yes, your relationship's 100%. And I feel like that's the same thing God sometimes. Like, when you're low, he's really right there for you. But you got to lean into him. Yeah. And then it's the same thing with a marriage. If you don't mm-hmm. lean into each other, you're not going to get your other 60%. Yeah. So. So good. Okay. So, <laughs> moving right in. into that real Point quick. <laughs> number one. We got Philippians 4.8. I'm going to read it to you. It says, finally, brothers, whatever sisters whatever is <laughs> true whatever is honorable whatever is just whatever is pure whatever is lovely whatever is commendable if there is any excellence if there is anything worthy of praise think about these things and so i just want to point out whatever is true is the first one listed <laughs> in that whole big on list whatever is true I don't know. That just stuck out to me. I'm like, especially for our podcast to be centered around truth, for that to be the very first thing that mm-hmm. he writes is like, that must be pretty important. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So good. Um, So I also want to say it starts in your mind mm-hmm. and then it moves down to your heart mm-hmm. and then it comes up through your mouth. Yeah, so that's again, good. Mind, heart mouth so your mind is like the beginning of things like an idea sparks or someone Mm -hmm. says something about you and then you have the choice you can guard your heart and you cannot let it reach your heart you cannot let it affect you you can protect your heart or if it's a good thing let it soak into your heart jesus loves you soak it in you know like hear a good word receive it soak it in and then whatever you're allowing into your heart comes out through your mouth Mm -hmm. so I don't know like 
I, I've been like hyper aware lately of whatever I am like watching mm-hmm. or listening to. Mm-hmm. Like, Are we on the same wavelength right now? Cause like, I just had like a very similar thought. <laughs> I, we might be, you know, we might be connected, connected through the Holy Spirit, my sister in Christ. Am I right. Oh yeah. Anyway, no, I'm silly. It's fine. Um, so, um, it's crazy though, because whether you realize it or not, like what you're filling your mind with, you have to be really diligent of what you want to put in your heart. So mm-hmm. um, I think it's okay for certain people. Like there's, it's not like a sin one way or like, it's not a one size fits all. Like mm-hmm. what might be convicting for me might not be convicting for you because you have a different calling on your life. Mm-hmm. Like I'm called to a different standard than you're necessarily called because we're called to do different things. And so, um, it's interesting because it varies person by person, but I've noticed that when I spend my time filling it with things that don't necessarily have any kind of eternal effect, like I love myself some good cooking shows like Cutthroat Kitchen. Oh, I love watching Cutthroat Kitchen. I love watching, um, just in general. I, so that's fine. Like, I don't necessarily think that's bad or anything, but I have to watch out because if I watch too much mm-hmm. of cooking shows, then all of a sudden, um, I find myself thinking about, huh, what could I cook for this? Or what could I cook that? And then I think about like, oh, I wonder, like, I'm just thought centered around food and I'm like, oh, maybe I should not watch as much of my cutthroat kitchen or other food network <laughs> shows because when I do like my mind just wanders to food and I'm like I don't want that to be the focus of my thoughts oh gosh, yeah and even like I'll watch like a super dramatic like drama like movie mm-hmm. and it's all about like all these guys are cheating and whatever and so uh, <laughs> I call my yeah. husband I'm like you're not cheating you're not on cheating me, me. <laughs> when you said you were going to the gym yesterday right like no but seriously like it puts those thoughts in my mind like I know the thoughts are crazy and I'll have to be like no like away from me Satan like yeah. I know my husband's not cheating on me mm-hmm. but watching those movies watching those things taking that stuff in letting that seep into my heart a little bit like it comes back out mm-hmm. you know it's nuts that's like what we've kind of been hearing lately at church is what you take in is what you give out so you gotta watch what you take in which is why I think like people say oh social media and the news and stuff like that so toxic it's because you're just feeding yourself all this negativity and you're just going to give out negativity and back to why i've been so sensitive to negativity is like i'm really trying to bring all the positivity in so i can give out i need all the positive vibes (laughs) no i love it that's good (laughs) no but kind of transitioning to our second point is what kind of thought life do you live? Like, we sometimes just have to evaluate, like, looking mm-hmm. at what have I been speaking? Like, what words have I been speaking? Okay, what thoughts have those stemmed from? Like, mm-hmm. what happens? And try to start catching ourselves in the moment. So we need to, like, start creating time to stop and think about what you've been thinking about. Which think so... about what you're thinking about. Yeah, take a second. Oh, it's kind of like... Think about thinking about. Think what, before you like think about what you're gonna say before you say it. It's kind of in a similar sense because like you gotta think, you have to really think about what you're thinking about. Yeah. Like think like where it starts. Like yeah. Sometimes like I'll be in a fight or I'll be like with my husband, and mm-hmm. then 
I'll say something. And, you're and like, then oh, only after. Yeah, only after saying that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that came. I said those things. It came from my heart. And it got into my heart because last time he did this thing, I thought, oh, da, 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 da. And I should have, like, gone after that thought. I should have, like, cast that thought away or worked through it and mm-hmm. been like, hey, when you did this, I mean, but instead I was like, nope, I'm just going to shove it down in my heart. So then when that comes back up, it's going to go out of my mouth. And I'm just going to explode. Yep. Um, <laughs> but um, so I think honestly, like focusing our thoughts is honestly the first step in shifting our hearts. Mm-hmm. So actively making an effort to think a certain way. It's not natural. Like, it's not natural at all to be like, I'm going to stop. I'm going to think about what I've been thinking oh gosh, about. Yeah. It's hard. You, you got to make an effort to do that. 100%. It is not easy. No. <laughs> nope. Um, so talking about how it's not easy, kind of moving into our next point, it says, um, your mind is your battleground. Dun, dun, dun. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. I feel like your mind, I, when I read that point, I immediately thought about how like your mind is where all the like your spiritual warfare is happening. Yes. Like there's times that like I feel so attacked by the enemy and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can handle this on my own. And like, I just like pray to God and like, just help me. And like, it's almost like I can sense like just the battle going on in my head between the enemy and God. It's yeah. so surreal, like, feeling. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah. And the war, like, it doesn't stop. I think as oh, Christians, no, we get this, like, false um, hope, false expectation that, oh, once we're saved, it's rainbows and sunshine yeah. and our thoughts, like, oh, we're a new creation. Yeah. We're all about, like, no, the enemy never stops Mm-mm. attacking you. The, uh, no matter if you're saved or not saved. In fact, if you're saved, he's going to start trying to attack you he, he, more. Yeah, he attacks harder. Before. But the thing is, is you have God on your side and you believe it and you know it. And it, it makes that, that war easier because yes. you're not fighting it. God is. Yes. yes. And that's what makes 100%. it so much easier. Yeah. No matter how much he tries, it's as far as he has the power to go as satan has the power to go as only our minds like no matter how hard he tries he does not have the ability to um put something in our hearts Mm -hmm. god can move our hearts and he has so much more control he has so much more power and he's so much more powerful than Mm -hmm. the enemy oh yeah and so it's freeing to know that like no matter how much the enemy attacks like you said God is more powerful, mm-hmm. and we already know the ending, and that the ending is that we win. God wins mm-hmm. through us, and that we have the choice to let the enemy get a foothold in our heart based off of if we entertain a thought. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, if you go down the what-if bunny trail of, yeah. oh my goodness, I a silly one. I don't know if I turned the stove off after doing this. <laughs> what if this thing catches on fire? And then, oh my goodness, what if it catches this on fire? And oh, oh my goodness, my dogs are in the apartment and they're in cages. So what if it catches that? And then my dogs die and the apartment goes up and put like yeah. those kind of scenarios. The, you need to be careful. They allow 
the fear to take a hold of your heart and it just will destroy you don't keep playing with the what ifs get the what ifs out of here yeah exactly what if i didn't leave the stove on or what if i did and god doesn't let a fire from happening Mm because i know he protects and he's not gonna let that happen like we just need to change our our perspective of it yeah (laughs) um so kind of going off of that just to reiterate that we can do that um second corinthians 10 5 and this is the passion translation it says we can demolish every deceptive fantasy that opposes god and break through every arrogant attitude that is raised up in defiance of the true knowledge of god we capture like prisoners of war every thought and insist that it bow in obedience to the anointed one and I think that's really cool, especially that translation talking about how our mind is our battleground, how it says that we can capture every thought like prisoners of war. So it's even admitting like our minds, this is a war, like the mm-hmm. enemy is warring to engulf your mind with bad what ifs, bad scenarios, telling you that God's disappointing, telling you that God's things that he's not, telling you that you're things that you're not. And the enemy is nonstop like attacking that and trying that. But... God is our he like he is our redeemer like he is there for mm-hmm. us we can win this war no matter how hard the enemy attacks because we have him mm-hmm. our God is much stronger yes yes we can make all the thoughts bow in obedience <laughs> to the anointed I one I love it that's so good I love that phrase bow in obedience to the anointed one so next time you have that thought and I do this as well have you ever seen the movie Wreck-It Ralph yeah, I, I don't know if I've seen it, like, from start to finish, but I, I've seen enough. <laughs> okay, well, have you seen when it's doing the flashback with, like, King Candy, and it's showing how he took over the game Sugar mm-hmm. Rush, and he, yeah. like, takes that treasure chest, and he, like, wraps it around, like, all their minds, and it breaks off all the things, and they mm-hmm. all forget, like, yeah, yeah. that thing? That is the, the glimpse I get in my head every time <laughs> when a thought comes in, and I'm like, no and i like try to grab onto it in my head i'm like king candy like closing that treasure chest around that thought and like no chucking it yeeting it out the window like yeet you don't belong here get out of here you know like what if my husband is cheating yeet like <laughs> yeet. what if my dogs get hit by a- yeet no we're not playing with that get out of here no seriously but we need to be proactive with that when you get thoughts don't entertain the what ifs yeah you have to get rid of them. You got to rebuke them. Make them bow in yep. obedience. Anyway, I love that. <laughs> that verse gets me fired up. Okay, moving on. In the in the midst of the battle, um, the next point we have is grab your spiritual sword. Not many Ooh. people know what that means. And honestly, I didn't know what that meant until a couple months ago maybe yeah but your spiritual sword is the word yeah amen the bible word of god (laughs) yeah yes i love it and like when i first heard that i was like what but since starting the bible plan i'm actually like diving into the word i'm like wow yeah this is so true yeah 100 (laughs) percent. so true um and I wanted to bring up, there's a part in the Bible where Jesus says, he's like, I came not to bring peace, but to bring a sword, like yes. to equip you. I'm like, whoa, what? Because I think <laughs> we have this like idea, like, 
oh, peace, love, and plants, God. Yes. Like, you know, like yeah. this happy, happy, like, oh, do, 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 happy, nice, loving God. Everything's mm-hmm. okay and everything's all right. Like, yes, he loves you, mm-hmm. but he's also a just God. And he also came to bring you a sword mm-hmm. to fight the enemy. Like, he's a happy, nice God, but there's also an enemy trying to attack his beloved people all the time and I don't know about Mm -hmm. you but if you have someone in your life who you absolutely love and someone tries to attack them or come against them in any way it's almost like it's like you just said that thing to me or tried to attack me but worse because it's the person I love right now I'm after you like I hear people say like oh attack me bully me or or say stuff about me you say it about her or or him oh no that's not happening and then you like you will go to war for that person yeah, and if we do that, how much more do we think God feels like that when oh, gosh, the enemy yeah. is always oh, yeah. coming at us? Yeah, so, so much. So, um, I also have a uh, verse, Ephesians six seventeen through 18. It's um, also Passion Translation. It says, embrace the power of salvation's full deliverance like a helmet to protect your thoughts from lies and take the mighty razor-sharp sword Spirit sword of the spoken word of God. Pray passionately in the spirit as you constantly intercede with every form of prayer at all times. Pray the blessings of God upon all his believers. So that's really a call to action. Like, yeah, had like a sword doesn't do anything unless you swing it. Right. You know, like, like you can ha- you can stare at a sword laying on the ground all you want. It's not going to do anything until you pick it up. Your Bible can sit on your nightstand, collect dust all you want. It's not going to really do anything. <laughs> you right? got to open it up. <laughs> you got to open it up. You got to see what it says. I see. And I am I, I'm guilty of that. But I, I all are. I have found myself at I'm able like because the phone is so convenient and right there. Like that's why I have the Bible app. And it's like on the front of my like home screen. It's yeah. the very first page. Because it's right there. I have multiple Bibles that I've gotten throughout years yeah. uh, on my bookshelf. And I couldn't tell you the last time I pulled them off the bookshelf. But because I have the Bible app. Doesn't mean I haven't been reading the Word. Yeah. So. Yeah. If electronic version works for you, do it. If you're a paper back person do it get yeah. it out i know but just many people do it read the to, word yep i know many people that are like i can't do it on the phone i have to actually flip the pages and i'm like i right. get that and then you got other people just like me i find it a lot easier to especially in the plan because it takes me through different like different passages and it's just it's great i love yeah. it and something like going off of that too i think um like it's not a one-size-fits-all and it looks different for everybody and it can also vary for every season of your life that you're in. So when we say like, oh, read the Bible, like get more of the Bible in. And yeah, you can do a plan, but also that can look like, what are you facing right now in this season? I just went through a season recently where um, I worked a lot. Like I worked long hours on my feet, two jobs. And by the end of the week, I had over 60 hours put in between both my jobs and still also trying to be a wife and still cooking like six nights a week, like doing all this stuff, right? I'm doing all this stuff. And when I say I'm doing all this stuff, I really mean God was doing all this stuff because I could not have gotten through any of it without him. Like he truly was my fountain of energy, my well of energy that never ended for that whole season. People will be like, I don't know how you're doing what you're doing. I'm like, 
it's because I'm not doing it. It's God doing it in me. Yep. Like I recognize I'm weak. I can't do this by myself. I need his help. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I've asked for his strength and he empowers me to like, it's only through him. And one of the verses I really clung to was um, Philippians where it says, um, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Your favorite verse. I like, yeah. One of my, I think it's Philippians four thirteen. I love that. It was like the verse for that season. And honestly, mm-hmm. so when something would come up, like crap, I stayed ten minutes later at work. Now I have like two minutes to let my dog out and change before I have to be out the door again. Like I can't do it. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm physically can't do it. Like I don't have the time. And I would just be like. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Like I take that thought of, oh, you can't do that. And I capture it and I say, oh yeah, Satan, you think I can't do that? Well, the Bible says I can do all things through <laughs> Christ who strengthens me. So you're right. I can't do that. I can't do it on my own, but I can do it through him. And so if I didn't know that verse, if I didn't have that verse, I wouldn't have known that. And I would have been like, oh yeah, you're right. I don't have the time to do that. Like mm-hmm. it's important for us to grab the word and use it as a sword. And Honestly, like a tip I have is if you have a season that you're going through, find a verse that really gives you power, that really mm-hmm. strengthens you. Like how, like if you want to use Philippians 4, 13, by all means, I can do all things through Christ. That's a powerful verse. That is a very powerful verse. But whatever verse that you find that really speaks to the season that you're walking through, what you're fighting through right now, write it down on like a sticky note, stick it on like your bathroom mirror, mm-hmm. write it down on a sticky note, stick it in your car, stick it wherever so that you can see it. And you're just being reminded of it mm-hmm. throughout the day. Tip. So good. <laughs> so good. So, um, going off of that, I just want to say your perspective is powerful. Mm-hmm. Have oh a godly perspective, I think is, is what I've been saying. Like have a positive one, but as I'm sitting here thinking and like in our conversation and I don't feel like it's a positive perspective. I think it's a godly perspective. Yes. I think that's exactly what it is. 100%. Yeah. Cause there are times where it's not just, um, it is kind of like faking it till you make it. Like, I wanna <laughs> think of it like honestly, like talking trash on the devil, like before it happens, like, like having hope for things, but it's almost, I want to say not getting discouraged when things don't go the way you thought or mm-hmm. when things happen, mm-hmm. just don't grow discouraged on anything. Cause mm-hmm. ultimately like retrospect is 2020. Right. But looking forward, it's like, Oh man, this thing happened. And Oh my goodness. Like I thought it was going to go this way. God, I thought you said you were going to give this to me. And I mm-hmm. thought this was the plan. And, and we can almost get wrapped up and be like, oh, I thought this was the way, and now that this isn't the way, I'm disappointed. And you let right. that thought kind of determine your perspective yep. on your situation. Mm-hmm. Rather, no, he works all things for good, and this is a part of his plan. There's purpose behind this, and it may not be exactly how I envisioned it. It may not be working out the way I thought it was, but I can trust that I don't know everything, and I know mm-hmm. that his ways are higher than my ways, so I can relax. In the fact that knowing and believing and being thankful for that he is working it out for me. He's mm-hmm. above it all. He knows way more than I do. Oh, for sure. Yeah. He's like the the master like behind like working all the puppets. <laughs> like he's the puppet master. He's the ring master. He knows <laughs> what's going on everywhere. He knows what's going on behind stage and you don't. Like I don't know. 
I love the fact that I'm not the all-knowing one. <laughs> oh, no, it's great not to have that pressure. I just get oh, to my goodness. sit here, smile, and swing my sword of the spirit against those evil thoughts, you know? I love it. No, but um, <laughs> So our final point for today, our final statement, I'm going to say, think triumphantly, conquer Satan, and live victoriously. I love this. I love this statement. So strong. But you know, we're not counting on a super spiritual statement without a practical application. (laughs) (laughs) So how? Like, what does that look like to think triumphantly? Oh, gosh. I know. That's deep. It is deep. That's deep. It's so deep. I want to, like, shout out a verse here in 2 Corinthians. Um, It says that we are, through Christ... Um, who always leads, a, leads us in triumphal procession. Like, whether you realize it or not, by being in Christ, like, you are being led in triumphal procession. I don't know if you've ever seen a procession, like a graduation ceremony mm-hmm. or any kind mm-hmm. of procession, mm-hmm. and then just, like, a triumphant one, like, bring out the trumpets. I think of Aladdin, where it's, like, <laughs> um, 40 monkeys, 50 peacocks, like, I don't know, like, it's just triumph, like, you know, there's power there, like, yeah. you're walking in yeah. with the power that people are like, ooh, they're here, like, Satan's like, oh, crap, they're here, that kind of, like, mm-hmm. um, so when you think triumphantly, thinking triumphantly is almost going to be a reflection um, of how we walk, or almost mm-hmm. how we walk is going to be a reflection of how we think. Yeah. Well, it's like, I'm just kind of envisioning, like, standing tall in Christ. Like, you know how, like, when you're just, like, you don't feel confident and you're, and you're like, so sad and, like, you just kind of crumple in on yourself? Yeah. Or, like, but when you're confident in Christ, like, you, like, you straighten up, you throw the shoulders back. And yes. you're just like, yes, I am with Christ. Yes. Like, Amen. It's, it's kind of like I, I see like and along with like your, your parade for <laughs> kind of a thing going on. My Disney inspired I love parade. it. No, I love it. <laughs> no, but okay. We're still being super deep. Practically, <laughs> um, I wrote down, get a journal or make a note on your phone, like a running note. And when you have a thought that comes into your mind that is not triumphant, it does not line up with the truth. Um, write it down, like word for word, write it down. And then you can do it in the moment or when you have time, um, look it up in scripture, like literally like whip out Google, mm-hmm. Google search. What does the Bible say about dot, dot, dot? Yep. Like, what does the Bible say about anxiety? What does the Bible say I've about totally depression? Was, and <laughs> yes. Look up verses and then uh-huh. find one that God leads you to yes. that is like directly applicable for that thought that you were fighting and then below the thought mm-hmm. write down that verse and so then yes. you you kind of stick those two together so each mm-hmm. time the enemy tries to come at you with that same thought then be like bam this is what the word of the lord says yes you know i've totally have done that before and then like i went okay i'm really it resonate with this verse so then i would go to the bible and i physically opened up my book and i was like looked for the verse and then, like, God just took me, like, down a rabbit hole from, like, taking me this first to go to this first. And I was just all over the place in the Bible just because that's where God was leading me. It's so cool how you go from a Google search to yes. just a full-on, like, Bible study with God. Yes. 100%. So, every time you think that thought again, it's like, whether you realize it or not, you're kind of, like, memorizing 
that you're, and you, you kind of get that in your head. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. And the more and more you do that, the more and more you're going to have, the more and more equipped you're going to be, the more spiritual muscle you're going to grow. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. <laughs> um, another practical thing to do uh, to get your thoughts focused on the Lord is find music, podcasts, and sermons that you enjoy listening to. Um, and incorporate them into your daily habits, like when you go on drives or in the shower or if you go on walks or whatever you have, like, free time and you watch something, maybe on, like, a lunch break or whatever you're doing, try to sprinkle those in. I'm not saying, here, let's turn our whole lives around because if you watch, like, one show in all of your free time and that's what you do every day or, like, you listen to this one band or you do a combination of that and I'm not saying, let's completely shovel out what you're doing for your life and try to create a new habit. Like, no, don't completely change what you're doing. Just slowly, gradually add it in. Like, Mm -hmm. instead of just trying to all in one time go from one extreme to another extreme, like, let's start slowly incorporating okay well when I drive to work I'm gonna listen to this podcast or when I drive to this I'm gonna listen to this sermon like slowly start incorporating that kind of stuff in balance it in with your other things if you really like music if you really really like like today's hits that's okay keep listening to today's hits but maybe tomorrow listen to today's Christian Mm -hmm. and then the next day you can go back to the hit like just start balancing it out like Mm -hmm. find things you like there are so many so many resources. The fact that we have our phones and so much on the internet. <laughs> so much bad, but also so much good. Like, yeah. so much truth. Um, it's really amazing. And we should use it. Like, generations before us did not have this. Like, we have so, so much at our fingertips mm-hmm. to be able to do. So, use it. Find songs and sermons and podcasts and audiobooks and if that's how you fill your time fill it with some true good ones that is gonna with put truth some, yeah with some truth <laughs> fill your mind with the truth because it'll help your thought life <laughs> help your thoughts be focused on the truth which bleeds to your heart which comes out through your mouth <laughs> love it love full it. circle right there full circle yeah so ending today thank you Desiree, is there anything else that you would like to add? I, I don't think so. I think I think we uh we save the rest of our deep conversations for next week. For next week, sounds good. All right, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in and joining us again. I'm Katrina with my great friend Desiree, and we talked some pretty good truth, huh? We did. Love it. All right, see you guys next Tuesday.